بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا وما بعد ابراهيم سيستر اي وونت تو شير وذ يو ان انسايت اند ان انديرستاندينغ ذات اي غوت جاست ناو وذ ريسبكت تو the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he said وَمَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَ فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَ Now, which means that with difficulty comes ease. Now, our usual understanding of this is that the difficulty will finish. with difficulty comes ease so therefore difficulty will finish but i was just I was reflecting on this and i was thinking to myself that one of the things that i have seen in my now over 40 years of uh, teaching and consulting practice and especially my consulting with uh, family businesses uh, or other business families is the amazing at least initially it was amazing now i understand the reason for it but let me come to that um the amazing lack of initiative uh and uh, lack of energy the lack of courage uh, the lack of aspiration in the second and third generations usually second generation is, it is not so marked but third generation fourth generation uh it is marked to the extent that where it doesn't happen uh it is unusual and uh, you know i always think to myself oh my fantastic this is at least one uh person here who uh, who is not like that who is not like uh, his other siblings now thinking about it it's um it's not surprising because um what happens with um, courage and with um, strength and uh, when i say strength i i in this case i mean the, i mean moral strength i mean spiritual strength i mean strength uh, in the individual as uh, a person his aspirations it follows the same pattern as physical strength if you think about it how do you build physical strength you build physical strength by subjecting your body to resistance by deliberately creating difficulty now when a person goes to the gym he is not going to the gym because he is getting paid for that he is actually paying to go to the gym and what does he do in a gym he does in a gym the same thing which a construction worker does uh on a construction site in india say for example in um, uh, 40 45 degree temperatures celsius which is translates to over 100 degrees fahrenheit uh in the sun and what does he do he is lifting weights right he is lifting bricks and he is lifting uh cement and whatnot so he is lifting weights so a person goes to the gym and the um Uh, the only consideration is that the guy in the gym is not working in that kind of a heat he is working in a nice uh, air conditioned atmosphere but he is lifting weights so you are actually paying to go lift weights 
um, and why? Because you know that that lifting weight is what helps you to build strength, to build strength in your muscles. So difficulty does that for physically. And my insight is, alhamdulillah, that the same thing happens to a person when they have mental, emotional and spiritual difficulties. In the, unlike in the case of the gym, you don't actually pay for that, you don't actually you know, ask for it, but it happens. And um, the people who understand what's happening, they say, Alhamdulillah, this is Minallahi Ta'ala. They make rujoo to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They ask Allah for His help. And they actually rejoice and they say, Alhamdulillah, I have this difficulty. Now it is going to help me build strength. And this is the yusr, ba'd al-usr. This is the ease after the difficulty that it makes you stronger. It makes you stronger, it make, gives you greater understanding, it helps you to uh, deal with that difficulty. And what to me is very important is it helps you to help others who are who will face the same difficulties. I mean, life is life, right? Happens to everybody. So, um, and why doesn't it happen in, in people who come from privileged backgrounds? I, I gave the example of a business family, but same thing applies to people from uh, privileged backgrounds of any kind. And maybe pri privileged because of birth, you've been born into a noble family, uh, there is wealth and there is, you know, servants and this and that and the other. Uh, or you are born into a, uh, into a family where there is power and authority for other reasons. Uh, all of that, what it does is that it, um, uh, it makes you lazy. It makes you... Uh, it, 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 you take things for granted and uh, it creates fear, the fear of loss. And since this person has never faced hardship, the first hardship that hits him uh, throws him out. So the person now is in a panic. He says, oh my God, what happened to him? What happened here? What happened to me? And obviously there is, uh, you know, uh, it results in, uh, in whatever it results in. So it is very important to uh, be clear uh, in your mind that uh, difficulty, alhamdulillah, when it comes is uh, is something which is uh, which, as I said, we, we don't ask for it but if it comes, we don't cry, we don't worry uh, we say alhamdulillah, this is uh, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we uh, ask Allah, of course, for ease but at the same time, we say alhamdulillah uh, we are, you know, happy in that sense that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose this for us. Uh, just like when the, uh, in the gym, uh, when uh, the coach is asking you to lift certain weights, even though it's difficult, even though it pains, you lift the weight and you are happy that the coach chose you and uh, gave you enough attention and told you to lift the weight because you know that what the uh, what the coach is uh, choosing for you is something which is good because the coach wants the best for you. Now, when the coach wants the best for you, Alhamdulillah, uh, you know you 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 rejoice in that it's Alhamdulillah. Now there is no uh, there is no coach that is better than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, uh, where Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala 
wishes the best for us, wants the best for us. And therefore, we trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we say, Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal. We have all praise and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every situation that we might be in. And we don't lose hope. So, uh, I have seen this in my own life many times. And I have seen it everywhere. And I always say this, that poverty is the biggest asset. People born in humble circumstances. When I say poverty, I don't mean abject poverty where you are begging for your food on the street. No, I, mean, I don't mean that. Uh, may Allah save us from all that. But I'm saying people who are born in, in uh, humble circumstances, uh, you know, uh, small, um, uh, in, 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 world, in the worldly sense, uh, you know, small and uh, uh, weakness and, and, and world, lack of worldly wealth. Uh, this is a big asset because it builds muscles. It builds emotional uh, and mental muscles to deal with that. And you add to that uh, closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You add to that focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A connection with Rasulullah And you also build spiritual strength. And that is why if you, if you look at the lives of the Anbiya alayhi All of them, right? Except for two. All of them were born and came from very humble and very uh, very uh, you know difficult environments, right? Even even though um, like Rasulullah was came from a noble family, but then no money, no money, no power. Uh, so in in worldly in in worldly terms, they had very little, and this is again to build that strength. Because they were going to do and they had been chosen to do the most difficult work in the world, which is to change the minds of people. And that is uh, uh, something to, to think about and say, uh, how is it that we, you know, how is it that we uh, see the difficulties that come to us? If you see the Sirat of Islam, if you see the, 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 the Sirat of the Sahaba, uh, in the early years, it's all characterized by difficulty after difficulty. And all of these difficulties uh, came to build their strength, which enabled them later to uh, literally conquer the world. And that's uh, that's my understanding and that's my uh, sharing with you. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand His kalam and to uh, apply it in our life. That is the whole purpose. The purpose is not uh, to do an, uh, you know literary or uh, grammatical analysis of it, but to See how does this apply to me in my life.